All right, Whistling Straits or Pinehurst? The debate is about to get hot. Hot. Because we got some different opinions between the three of us here. We're going to fight. We're going to have to forget the. We're going to be fighting on this. Seriously episode. fight this one out. It's going to be sorry, a battle. Guys, in advance. It's going to be a battle. But you know why we're doing this? We're doing this because these are two top tier travel locations for golf. They're places we've experienced firsthand. We've done both of them. We've played the same amount of golf in both locations. And I know there's a lot of people out there that are thinking about putting a trip together. And they're wondering which one to go to, which yeah. one's the place to, to go to. And I know there's also a lot of people who've done one, the other, or both. And I know if you have, you've got a strong opinion, too. you got strong opinion. I'm telling you, this comparison's like a Pepsi and Coke. It, it is. It really is. Because there are things I love about both of them so much. And one thing I'll say is, before going to Whistling Straits, which mm-hmm. is Destination Kohler, I would this would not have been on my radar that this was that this is such a, a head-to-head match. Because I knew Whistling Straits, the Ryder Cup. Right. You think of one premier course. Right. But Straits. I didn't know about all the other incredible golf and amenities and that the are there. Cooler story with the, the showers and the movement. Exactly. Yeah. Recent ed- addition of the bats, all yep. those types of things. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't even have known this was a debate. So there might be some people out there, this is just putting it on your radar. Regardless, I'm gonna invite you to weigh in in the comments yourself. If you're watching this on YouTube, Facebook watch wherever you've been to one the other both hit us up this is not just going to be a three-man conversation throw your own rankings in we're going to go head-to-head in things from travel to the golf that's there convenience from the, the airport food. food we're gonna go all in vibe general vibe vibes because look th- there's no doubt a lot of people it's like it's like these none of these trips are, are inexpensive you know, you're putting a trip together for a golf thing. It'll like, it might you. just be one or the other. You might be wondering, like, which one am I doing? So right. we're going to dig in And on it. a quick warning, you, you probably will end up wanting to book a golf trip after listening to this. Oh, for sure. Yeah. One way or the other. One way or the other, you're booking one of these. But I would just like to say that we love both places, yeah. but there are definitely just a little nuances yeah. back and forth that really make... Pinehurst, Pinehurst, and Kohler, Kohler. Right. So I think we're really going to dive in on this pod and show you guys uh, how awesome each places are. And like, you know, maybe you're going on a bachelor trip one to one. And maybe you're saying, where do we go for golf? What where do we family trip for another? Sure. It's definitely a little bit of like a Ferrari Lamborghini debate. Yeah. Right. Everyone's got their personal preference, but they're both top tier. You're not disappointed. If you go to either place, no nope. start by that. At this point, we are just literally splitting hairs about which one's right. better because you you come out of either one of these places like we did, a huge smile on your face and something to talk about for years to Big come. Time. By the way, years. are you disappointed if you get Pepsi over Coke? Personally, me? Yeah. You talking yeah. about me? Yeah. yeah. I'm not I'm not a Pepsi guy. My so daughter like, like Lamborghini, she's into, you switched yeah. it up. I would equally be disappointed with my Lambo. I I, I want, want a Ferrari, Ferrari. guy. Okay, I get this it. guy's F one. What are you? Yeah, what would you take? The Ferrari or the Lambo? I personally like McLaren's. Okay. Oh. All right. I can't debate it. All right. So let's dig in. Let's where do we start? What's the first what's the first category we're gonna start this with? I'm Zach, gonna start us with uh travel, because you gotta get there. All right, we gotta get there. So obviously everyone's coming in from a different location, so that's irrelevant. How about when you land? So what's it like when yeah. you get there? Well, well, let's first say this. There's one thing that I think we got it. We, we, this is for us. It was the same. But but let's let's include some people and maybe some West Coast Fair guys. Fair enough. Okay. Sorry. Okay. And we Sorry. will debate them. Let's keep making this head to head as we can. We'll talk about when you get there. But let's just first say for our West Coast crew that it's easier to get to uh, Kohler. Easier to get to Kohler. Is because you're not middle. flying coast to coast. Right. 
But we just did the coast to coast trip. It's not that bad. No, the Cali trip wasn't bad. I mean, it's going to take you five hours to get to Pinehurst, but. You know, the good news is, is none of these destinations are multiple flights. Like, remember, we were going to go to Whistler in Vancouver. Right. Like, we were going to have to take a flight there. Then we we're going to have to get in, like a puddle jumper plane and or a boat right. or something to get there. Oh this man, I didn't know that we ever had Whistler on. Yeah, yeah. Whistler was like pre-COVID. It was like, another one of those shut down because of COVID, COVID shutdowns. Whistler is my number one. Thing. Yeah, because you're a ski guy and mountain biker. That's like. Oh, oh, Mecca for both. We're gonna put it back on the list. We'll debate that one. But okay. let's put it this way: two, both major airports. That you're going to fly into. Two major. You got General not, Mitchell's in Milwaukee yep. to get to, or you can go, uh, oh my God. Is it Raleigh? Raleigh is the North Carolina one. Right. So you're flying into two. So the only caveat would be if you are physically across the coast, you're flying a little bit further. But let's level the playing field, like you said. Two major airports, both super accessible from anywhere in the country or even flying internationally. You've landed. Let's talk about which one's better. Now, you landed. You have the option. We got rented cars everywhere we go. Yeah. You don't really need them at these places. They have shuttles that take you anywhere you want to go. I strongly suggest a rented car if you take these trips. Is the shuttles once you get on resort. On resort. But so I don't know taxi. if they've got shuttles that are going to take don't. you. Yeah. You'll have to from taxi the airport. from the airport. Right. You jump in a taxi with your buddies. You get to the airport. But again, we like being in control of our. We're always filming. We're on the go, go, go. So that's why we have our own car. But maybe you guys are not doing that. So I think I, I think you need to get the car wherever you go because there are places you're going to want to travel outside, like Tobacco Road. There's going to be places you're going to want to see outside yes. if you're staying there. And you won't be able to get there without a car. I didn't I, even so factor Tobacco Road Dude. into this debate. Well, you got to factor in stuff I, around. I, I took Tobacco Sam, Road out of this debate. You can't. You can't I, no, have, I almost we're, talk, we're talking about Pinehurst and Kohler here. You Do you know what rivals no. Tobacco Road? Sand Valley. Exactly. So what I was going to say is right Yeah, but did property. we play that, though? No, no. no but what no. I'm so saying says, is, I so, think a category needs to be other golf in the area. Yeah. Surrounding. Because I'm going to tell you what, I think it's a half a point to each. It's a tie because we talked about this incredible amount of golf. If you wanted to really make it a long trip around Pinehurst, remember there was 100 golf courses they told yeah, us Pine in the area? and Tobacco Road. And Say, Wisconsin, though, too. Wisconsin. Aaron Hills, but I don't know if you could play Aaron Hills. But Aaron Hills, Sand Valley. Sand, Sand Valley. Valley. There is so much golf yeah. in Wisconsin, too. So, so much. It's but is not, it public, though? There's a lot of good, great public golf there, too. What I'm saying is That's that both places, you are it's 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 you have a wealth of golf that can be played. It's not like there are some golf resorts that if you fly to them, they're you playing on resort or you're not playing. There's no other it's like golf in the area. It's like you're in the middle of nowhere. Stream just song is song. very middle of nowhere. They've been growing. They've been adding some more more uh, courses, but you're looking at an hour plus drive to get to any other golf courses. If any you other want to civilization, right? And that's versus yeah. Wisconsin. You know. Wisconsin or or you know around the Piners area, you got a lot of other golf. Oh, yeah. But uh, let's try to keep yeah, it as let's much cir- as we circle can. back to the travel. Let's circle back to the travel. All right. So, so our drive, you're our traveling secretary. Yeah, Raleigh, the the commute's an hour. The Milwaukee was an hour. They were very much the same. Right. So we're talking about from when you land, you get in your rental car. Both are really convenient, small, smallish for being on the bigger side. Very accessible airports. Easy. Get you grab your rental car. And in both cases, you're driving about one hour, 45 minutes to one hour. Yep. To me, level playing field so far. So far, we're level. I personally- Zach likes to drive in better. I like the drive in more going to Pinehurst. You, just, you like to see visually, more pine trees? Visually. I was sitting in the back seat not having to drive. So like when it comes I to mean, the actual drive- I mean, you're in the middle drive, of nowhere. Yeah, no. On that Pinehurst drive. For sure. But that's more my- That's your vibe. That's more of my vibe instead of driving through Milwaukee. And like you're driving through city basically until you yeah. get to Whistling. Yeah. There was a lot of highway stretch just along. You couldn't see the lake, but you're just going up from the lake. 
had no idea that lake was there. The, the lake is right there. You just mm-hmm. couldn't see it from the road. But there's that one highway, and the locals will know better than I do. I don't remember what it was, but basically you can drive from Chicago to Green Bay. Yeah. You mm-hmm. can drive all the way up along the lake, and that's that's what we took from the airport up to Kohler. Oh, yeah. yeah. It but, was, um, it was, both were easy drives. We got there both fast. Both were easy drives. I think there's no – neither one of them really gets the edge here as far as convenience to me, other than the fact that I give a slight edge to um, – you know wisconsin because of the fact of where it is for everyone it's central of the country Mm -hmm. so but but then again who knows you're flying from the uk it's a little bit quicker to get to to the you know quicker to get the piners piners so i don't know how do you want to do this because i i to me it's a it's more or less a tie you want to have a win i don't know i feel like i don't know i feel like having ties is a little bit of a cop-out i feel like we need to have like a definitive who's your winner on the travel pinehurst Piners Pinehurst like to drive better because I like to drive more, and I don't know. I it just kind of seems like it's, I'm going yeah, to drive you're, you're to in a the golf North course. Carolina woods. Driving yeah, and you kind of get the yeah, vibe get a little it. bit more immediately. You get the Pinehurst taste in your mouth. Exactly. But I'm going to give you is. a curveball of why I pick Pinehurst too. Okay, it's because of there's the travel is easier because you got a longer warm season. Mm. So right. what I mean yeah, by that, I is, get that for okay, sure. So like you think about it. So you can get decent weather in May, April, we April but you can also, we live in the Northeast, we know it, you can get a couple of dicey late season storms, you could get delayed, yep. you could get things like yep. that. So I, I think you got the warmer weather longer, Oh, the, that's the only reason I'm going to give the edge to, to Pine. That also is true, travel. You have a much bigger travel bigger window. window going you to do. Pinehurst than Kohler. Because Kohler, geez, that place must right. be under a tundra of snow for- Six well, months we asked the caddy, five months, and mm-hmm. I think he said, uh, "I think he said October first is when they shut it down." I think. Now, guys, if you guys Piners, are caddies, you're out yeah. there. No, no, I'm not no. talking about Pine. Oh, I'm talking Kohler. Whistling. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Whistling Straits. He said, "I think it's October first, yeah, and just snow." But hits. we were in Pinehurst in April, yep. early April. I don't think you're getting that same opportunity with uh, with Kohler, with Whistling Straits, and Milwaukee. Well, you're not getting snow down there, but you're getting some oh, some winters with tough golf. Like December, I bet Pinehurst is closed. Well, yes, but what I'm saying is you can go to Pinehurst in April. Yes. I don't think you can, you can go, go to Kohler in April. I don't right. think you're playing golf so. in April. You're not ready yet. No. Right? They're you behind us, it. I think. I think your season is May to the end of September. Yep. And I think you get an extra month on either side in Pinehurst. Mm-hmm. So that that's why I give the point point to, to Pinehurst for that. There we go, Mike. Yeah, I agree with that. We're gonna stick with that. He's so we got a Pinehurst point. across the board for travel. Okay. Now we're gonna bring it to food. Who uh, I want to do food and the, lodging kind of together. Really? Because I oh, think no, we'll I, I think the I think there are two. So before we get, to I the think actual they're separatable. Because okay. everyone, everyone's gonna want to hear about the actual yeah. golf, and we got a lot to say about that. So before we get there, let's start with the food. We'll just quickly go into it. I'll jump off and say, hey, the food out in Wisconsin was incredible. Mm-hmm. Everything we had, every dinner we had, I mean, that general chow's chicken style cauliflower, that yeah. sesame chicken was incredible. Uh, sesame cal- Like there was things where I was like, oh, this food, I don't expect it. I'm at a swing studio pub with beers. The food was good. Pinehurst food, really good. But there was the difference for me was the breakfast. Okay. Right. Me too. The difference now, to me is the breakfast, and I think we're going to have different ideas. This is going to be but, ideas. But what you guys have got to factor in is that at Pinehurst, we stayed in the heart at the Carolina. Now, we can't compare it to, we did not stay at Kohler's American Carolina, Club. The American Club. Right. We so stayed we at the satellite. Yeah. We were in like the oh, satellite. Oh, okay. So I Keep didn't know mind. this. I just 
assumed and you see, thought I was told that we were staying at Kohler's we're not, we weren't in Carolina pre- Hotel. We were not in their premier, okay, most so that expensive kinda, hotel. That kind of changes things up for you, me a little bit because I thought that that was, like, that was it. You I, sat I got it out, s- but when we went over the spa, do you remember where you dropped us off? Yeah. Do you remember all those brick buildings? Yeah. That's all part of the resort. Okay. That's you know, the more expensive And they've even stays. got the American Club over there. You've got, like, I mean, we're talking about jacket. You're wearing jackets. Yeah, I think, I think then, to me, it's a little unfair to kind of give it in lodging we're still on it's food, hard to compare go food lodging. go so food. let's stay food but um yeah go ahead with food i'll say personally for me i liked pinehurst again for the food um yeah i loved the, the breakfast bre- yeah the at, breakfast and the, the breakfast at the carolina was just so good i think i had biscuits and gravy every morning i was there and yes. four cups of coffee it was just amazing but um at kohler Mike will explain why he enjoyed Kohler, I guess, uh, and why I didn't like it. It was with the food. Yeah, I, I love Piner's food better. I, oh, I did, really? I, did, I thought yeah. you were going to say no because the brewery for me. I mean, hey, I love barbecue food. It's one of my favorite. Yeah, you know, give me tacos and tequila. We didn't do that there. We did that out in California. You give me barbecue and beer. Piner's Brewery, their wings, hands down, some of my favorite wings I've ever had. The ribs, we had the ribs, we had the, just everything there. There was just good stuff. And the breakfast. I like a big breakfast. I like the buffet style. We were getting omelets made. You know what I mean? Now, there are guys who don't like that at all. And Kohler was a different breakfast vibe, and you like that. I did, but what I'm wondering is, again, that was staying in the Carolina Hotel. You had your main dining right. room, so right? We could really only I think we're going to we're gonna have to compare our experience with what we actually experienced. Right. Because we don't know what was available I in the think American. that might have been... Over. What I loved about Kohler and where we stayed, what was the name of that? It's called the Inn at Woodlake, which is probably where you want to stay. It was convenient. It was beautiful. Shuttles to where the location Shuttles, we and it was probably the more expensive And the food was right there. Right it there. It was, and what, what I, okay, so there wasn't, it was much more of your um, continental style breakfast there. It was, there was no like dining room, anything like that. Yeah. But it was so built for golfers, and that's what I respect. They know that first of all, that place for sure. was hopping at five thirty a.m. Yep. Everybody had a tea time. Everybody was leaving. Loads of bags of golf bags in the lobby. Everyone was like, hopping at five a.m. Ready to go. Ready to, ready to go. So what they did so brilliantly, like a continental breakfast, it was all made perfectly for grab and go because that's what they knew you were doing. And every morning they had a different combination of some sort of breakfast sandwich. Yep. One day it was a breakfast burrito. One day it was a, so, a yeah, breakfast egg muffin egg, type yeah. wrap. Right, and they're wrapped up they're ready for you to go you just grab them and they were all delicious right but for me where like it tips heavily in the scale for me to Kohler was every other food i was ready to be disappointed like i wanted a food at one point to be like ah that wasn't mine right everything was spot on good so you had that little satellite area we had that those dinners fire fire was coming at us the food was just so good so good yeah swing studio which we'll talk about more then to me, top 10 all-time golf dining experiences. Whistling? Whistling Straits. Yeah. When we went out there yeah. and sat on that patio, we had a, uh, what was that Pete Dye drink that we had? What was it called? It was Ride so, or Die. The Ride or Die. Pour yourself a Ride or Die. This, I mean, we're talking like like this five-star restaurant. That was it for me. You're overlooking the 18th hole with the You're, Lake Michigan was, in the background. Absolutely. And I didn't feel like you got that really at Pinehurst. So it's at Pinehurst, the first- I, place we ate you had that little rider cup bar right yeah, that was good no views that was okay yeah, no views. little rider cup bar then you had the main dining room where you guys are talking about having breakfast M- more formal nicer the buffet in the morning was great 
what kind of disappointed me, and you guys have I've probably seen it if, even if you haven't been there before, right behind the 18th green uh, at number two is, is like a bar, pub area that's connected. You could sit out there. Right. The you food there did there, not like, surprise me, did not wow me didn't in wow any me way. We tried it all different ways. We got dinner there one day. We got we lunch did? there. We yes. did get dinner one day. I don't even dinner. remember eating I think we at got that like pub. burgers at, to go We got lunch one day. We, we got to something. go, and it was all like, all right. You yeah. know, nothing like Pop that food. was like turned me off, but it was nothing special. Right. I did not have that experience in Kohler. Every place we sat and ate was good. I'll give you the Pinehurst Brewery, especially the wings, were absolutely fire. And Pinehurst, like as part of the package, they gave us this little ticket that we could get Our like media. the media ticket. We got to get a, an appetizer, a meal, and a dessert. I mean, it was enough food to feed my family and one of those entrees was a full rack of ribs so we were like let's get it but here's what i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you why i slayed my way the ribs were awesome the appetizers were awesome i get that but even with the dessert remember the, that was like they had one option for the dessert when they, we asked the waitress yeah, she's, like, she's like eh. Eh, yeah. and then you know if the waitress the one who tried to sell it says it's not right even, remember the desserts it, it color yeah they were good like that was like order them again the next day go yeah, back yeah. for more yep. Everything was good. I I liked the food experience at Kohler better than wow. I liked it at at, at Pinehurst. At, I just want to add to that, man, because I'm a big room service guy. Oh, oh, I forgot about this. The Inn at Woodlake didn't have it. I wanted that. Remember the night I my yep. pistachio thing that I threw away that I wanted something, and the only thing that was open was like this little mart in the the Inn, <laughs> yeah. and I got like a Kit Kat because bar. because like I said, the <laughs> Inn at Woodlake like is much more of your if you're the on the go golfer, that's your spot. I yeah. think of it like a really really nice like what's it called like a Days Inn or yeah, like stuff yeah, like yeah. that, yep, yep, where yep. they don't have a kitchen, they don't have whatever, right. but. I guarantee if we were staying over the American, on the, the American they had, had room service. And they had everything you're going to get at the Carolina. Yep. I believe so, it. So it's hard for me to compare that. Yeah. I don't. I, I, f- I feel a little up in the air now. It's hard. The man. reason I'm giving the point is because I remember I actively made the, the, the thing. I said it to myself when I was there. I was like, I am overtly impressed with the food here. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah, it, so good. it's hard for me. I, I got to give the point to Pinehurst. I'm going to stick with Pinehurst. Yeah, I'm I'm keeping. On I had my more Pinehurst. southern love there. Exactly. Okay. Better. I, I respect I, it. The breakfast. Respect. It's hard to me. The, the breakfast, breakfast was made my day. Everything you could have wanted. Yeah. Filled me up. It made my day every morning we were there, and I, the Kohler breakfast that we had at the Inn at Woodlake definitely left some to be desired. Because if you don't like those wraps or uh breakfast sandwiches that they serve for you that's all that there is like well, we'll i'm, I'm not a way. sausage guy i'm not a sausage guy and there was a day that they had like sausage mcmuffins or whatever and i was just like well that's a bummer it looks like i'm not eating breakfast right, right, this right, morning right and i know listen we're gonna get to the golf yeah, guys, coming, hang on guys. with us but we're gonna put you on our first assignment if you've been to kohler and you've eaten at like the main resort part i need you to answer these questions for us do they have like a big more of a sit-down breakfast option. I think they do, they but you do. guys tell us. And do they have room service if you stay over there? Yeah. I think that might that might change some people's yeah, opinion. Yeah. But for now, we got two points to uh, to Pinehurst and one point for me to Kohler for the food. Okay. What's our next category? Lodging, which we've kind of been hitting on hit, a little bit. It's hard to compare again. Hard to compare because the other yeah, thing again, is we stayed at the Carolina. One thing we didn't get to experience at Pinehurst, they even have those like uh, – standalone homes they you, do you yeah. can like if you're going with like a that group, would be so cool right yeah i've seen them i haven't been in them right we didn't get to experience that we were in like you said like you're you're it's like a five-star days in is what we were right. at the win at the inn at woodlake so we didn't get to experience the the carolina with i mean 
Carolina style room because I got to feel the American Club has the long hallway with the photos and all the yeah. artifacts and stuff I'm like sure. that. I'm sure. So they probably compare in that regard. But still, golf to death because even the Inn at Woodlake still had that little chipping area. Yep. And you could practice a little bit outside and the swing there. Studio, you could play at night. Right, that's the other thing they had. When what we're referring to when we say the swing studio is they had a basically a bar with multiple big state of the art simulators in there. Yep. So you could just you could play. You could actually you could get fit in there. They had all right. types of things mm-hmm. you could Eat. do. You could. They had food being served there as well as well as sitting right. outside by the by the little uh, lake that's there. Wood Lake. So there's a lot there, but we really did get it top notch when we were at Pinehurst. We stayed at the Carolina big hotel, beautiful hotel. Zach had the governor's mansion room. Yeah, yeah I had the best the room Eisenhower suite. in the hotel. Yeah, for Our sure. Luck. But I would say that if you were staying at the Carolina, then I think the Carolina versus the Inn at Wood Lake. Obviously, the Carolina is going to win that in my eyes. But if you want a place that you can stay at the hotel and get your dinner and get your food and have the amenities kind of around. I do like Kohler for that aspect because Mm -hmm. in at Woodlake, we would walk out of the hotel right into our dining room, basically, right into our restaurant, right into the swing studio where you can buy merch. Yeah, it was all connected. Like It was all right there. So it was kind of like a one-stop shop. And in Pinehurst, if you're staying at the Carolina, it's kind of only the Carolina. True. In that yes. direct you gotta vicinity. Get on a shuttle you got to get, get on something. Go somewhere else. Right. That's one thing. Keep that in mind. If you wanted to go to like a place like we're talking about, like that barbecue joint, you've got a, the Piners Brewery. You definitely have to jump in a shuttle and go right. over there. But even the other thing, shuttle, I didn't even mention this before, but the thing that totally took me by surprise and I loved was the whole Black Wolf Run facility. Mm-hmm. They have, we'll, we'll talk about the golf in a second, but they've got that, they've got a great clubhouse over there. Yeah. The vibes were on point. Remember that when we first arrived and you sit in that back deck? We didn't even get to do that, really. Yeah. You sit on that deck, you can have Overlook a drink. the 18th And hold. that's where I gave a little bit of a nod to as far as the food goes. The, the, the Black Wolf Run food that they had there, which I would compare because it's like clubhouse yep. type, to what you would get at the clubhouse part of Pinehurst. Yep. Because even Pinehurst, Carolina, you started to drive like a quarter mile across the street and down the way to get to where the golf was. That's right. It wasn't right? right there. Yeah. So once you were over there, either go back to the Carolina for food or stay there. Very similar. Well, once yeah. you're there, the food option, which is just that one little, that one like uh, clubhouse type of food pub, yeah. is not as good as Black Wolf Run. Yeah. Oh, and also yeah. Black Wolf Run had two options. They had the option for a quick buffet if you didn't want to which like, we wait for day. a reservation. You we could go late. there, get some like grilled chicken sandwiches, burgers, quick stuff like that. Or you could sit down and get a reservation and have like real food That's and order off a too. menu. Total catered to golfers. Like literally we go in, they know you're there for golf. We told them we have a tea time. When's your tea time? All right, you guys would prefer the, the buffet. It's going to be quicker. You're going to get something to eat. Or if you had a, plenty of time between rounds, sit down, have order mm-hmm. food. So lodging wise, um, this is going to be a tough one because I don't think we can compare too much apples to apples. I, I have to give it to Pinehurst because of where we stayed, the, yeah. the yeah, history, same. staying in the Carolina. I know. I just got to give it there, like too. Like you said, you have chills walking down the halls and seeing everything. Right. It's a close one. That's a I'm close. i say Pinehurst, though, as well. I'm going to give the point to Pinehurst for that. If we ever go back and we stay at like the American, American Club area, yeah, it, it might change. Definitely might change. And again, you are not losing on either trip you book. By the way, did you know Destination Kohler also owns the St. Andrews Hotel? So we'll have to go test that out. That compared to against the, the, uh, the famous St. Andrews Hotel. Yeah. Like yeah. So what's our next category? What do we got there, Zach? Just general vibe. 
general vibe. Okay, so general vibe for me, I thought that, and I hate saying this, but Kohler seemed like it was golf only, uh, predominantly men. There was no significant others really around. We saw a lot of just dudes getting off of. It seemed trips. like a lot of huge guy trips. I mean, huge when I talk about like, trips. I saw crowds of like twenty guys all right. together waiting for I had the a guy shuttle. With a clipboard, yeah, it was like really keeping like it's a trip that was well planned. Right. And that's the one thing. Kohler was a well-oiled machine mm-hmm. with golf, like getting these guys in, out, doing yeah. that stuff. But yeah, go ahead. Pinehurst, maybe it's because it was bigger and it was more open. It was more courses there. I saw more people, so maybe that's why I saw more younger people. Mm-hmm. But I ended up seeing a younger demographic. I thought at pinehurst for me so it felt like that could be a place like with going to the brewery because the swing studio was great and all but it didn't seem big enough like if you're going there with like there's groups and groups of people and it's really busy i could see the swing studio being packed yeah for us mm-hmm. it wasn't packed but like but then the brewery was a big place and they had the outdoor spot and the indoor spot so i'm thinking of an ultimate like guys trip if you're gonna do it yeah i, I like gotta get bachelor the edge party to vibe pinehurst the music that was played on the cradle and i know we're going to compare the pick cradles and the baths but you know the baths had a great vibe too for dude like we saw a lot of guys there hanging out doing parties on the putting green and stuff i still think i got to give the overall vibe winner for me to pinehurst see i kind of got the opposite vibe like i got a little <laughs> bit of like seriously the carolina the old school like the old hotel i saw a lot of again older demographics sitting out on the porch in the, in the countless rocking chairs that are there yeah very cool southern laid-back vibe i love that um but i felt like in kohler if i'm taking all things into consideration in this overall vibes i'm a big like on the water guy mm-hmm. and i don't feel like you got that at all you with didn't get that there. yep you know what i'm saying so like you had some cool stuff and i thought the cradle was really cool but i'm well it's part of the golf but i'll talk about it i much preferred the bats I loved the vibes of like that. We didn't get to experience it because we were run, run, run. But remember that whole sitting area by the water at the baths? Yes. And you had the outdoor bar yeah, yeah. and the lights and that huge putting green. Mm-hmm. I think that probably lit up at night. I think that place was probably awesome at night. Mm. And I think why we didn't get to see it is because you do have to get shuttled over there. But right. if you combine that, that outdoor seating area where we did see that one night, like groups, I thought like for us, when we say why a younger crowd appeals to us is just because we're saying we're a little bit younger. So we just like, we're looking for a similar demographic sure. to ours to vibe with. But again, I'm cool with what, what any age hanging out there. But when we first got there, a lot of people had the fire pits. Remember they were sitting there drinking. Yeah. And plus for me, I got to factor in the vibes, like the two rounds by the lake, the lake, like I've never experienced a great lake before. Same. To me, it was an ocean, man. You had waves, beautiful you had that blue beautiful too, blue right? water. And to be able to play the golf there and then also be able to sit there whistling straights outside the seating, the bars that were out there, the vibes were immaculate as far as I'm yeah, concerned. I like it. I, I can agree I'm with it. I'm going Kohler on that one. Okay. And so you're Mike, going Pinehurst. Pinehurst. Mike's going Pinehurst. I'm also going to go Pinehurst just because I felt like Pinehurst, being we stayed in the Carolina, it was a little bit more centrally located to the golf courses and they weren't as far. It was definitely closer to the so, Cool, but are me, we talking convenience or vibes here? But to me, convenience lies in the vibe. Okay, you know? all right. Like, my vibe lowered when we had to drive 25 minutes from the hotel to Whistling Straits. True. Like, True. granted, I know Whistling Straits was on the other end of that drive, but yeah. like being able to go from the Carolina and hop in our car Ooh, and be at number two, two in a minute and a half. 
Yeah. That's pretty like valuable to me in my trips. Like I like when if I go on one of these trips, I want to be like staying like if I'm going on a ski trip, I would rather stay slopeside than sure. in the town, you know, just hop right on. I like that for that aspect and also in uh Kohler, uh kind of piggybacking on what Mike said, I might have been the youngest person <laughs> I saw there. You're right, right. Like I did not see anybody under 30 years old at that thing but that's just me and like th- it doesn't matter no that it doesn't there matter like young I said. people like me there but i personally just think that like mike said with the music at the cradle uh i just thought that it was just a little bit more uh kind of pushed for yeah a younger demographic compared to wisconsin i feel like wisconsin you got to bring a bag of money to go there, I feel just from an outsider. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt. I'm sure it's probably the same exact well, way in Pinehurst, but it just felt are, like between yeah. gas and having to go right. out to get food every, you know, expense is a question that's going to come up. And one thing I will say is like, if you just go and you just get a tea time play number two or Whistling Straits, they're going to be about the same. They're going to be very expensive. There are deals that you can get at both locations if you're staying there, stay and play. And one thing I know, since you said it there, Zach, the question is going to come up as far as like how to get around. And in, in if you haven't been to either place, both do have shuttles yep. that'll take you wherever you need to be. Or you can have be like us, rent a car. If you're in Pinehurst, if, let's say you're staying somewhere like on grounds like the Carolina, it is like literally a two-minute either shuttle or drive over to where all the golf is. And then and all the golf courses are in the same Mostly area. all, yep. And right? I'm pretty sure at Pinehurst, when we went to the brewery, they gave us a phone number to call, and we called the bus to and they come came pick us up. up. Now like, you are- That's like, amazing. It's like, great. Vibe-wise, vibe-wise, that's have that going up huge. They do have that It's great. But like any we never shuttle- Okay, I didn't, I didn't never know utilize that. It. No, they, they had the shuttle there, okay. and like any shuttle, one thing you can't, if you catch them at the wrong time, when you call, you could be like us, oh, you should be waiting 20, 30 minutes for the shuttle to show yeah, up. Correct. That can be the reality. But there were some courses at Piners, like number eight, that were a little bit further that we had to drive like 10 minutes to. When you're at Kohler, just so you guys know, it's a little bit more spread out. You Whether you take a shuttle or you drive, the courses that are at Black Wolf Run, it's about five minutes from where you stay. Mm-hmm. And if you go over to Whistling Straits and the Irish, it's 15 to 20 minutes right. ride. So you are, there's a little bit more on the road, but nothing that's like long, long, long way to right. go. All right. Mm-hmm. So that's that. What's that? What's our next ranking? Uh, cost. I didn't know if you guys wanted to jump into cost or not. I cost, think the cost is similar. It's Yeah. And I think it's so variable because it depends on where you decide to stay like if you decide to stay at the carolina or you start to stay at like the main part versus some of these satellite parts so let's take cost off then i would take cost off because i'd say they're very comparable and it really depends on how much you decide to play um because like i said if you take the two premier courses i think i looked them up they're like both of the tea times are like peak prime is about 325 bucks a person yeah it's an expensive round it's one of those save up We've talked about this before. Some of the big courses. It's one of those save up like bucket lists. You, you pay it one time to experience yeah, it. Definitely. Um, you you need you need even you need caddies at both too. Whether it's number two or premier. whistling, you need caddies, yep. and then the rest of the courses you don't. Right, and we got a nice little like ranking system for our golf when we get to it. Yeah, stacking the courses up. So what's uh, next? What's so I think we are getting ready to go. So we're going to do the courses. So so I'll tell you what. Let's take a break. Let's do a word from our sponsors, and then let's dive into the meat of this thing, the golf itself. This is where we're really going to fight. This is where it's really going to, it's going to, you know, catch some steam here. So let's do a quick word from our sponsors, and then we'll get into that. 
All right, guys, the hours have been put in, the work has been done, and as the moment approaches, you either fear it or you feel it. For Titleist, it's the moment filled with pure anticipation, the culmination of a relentless pursuit of speed in every form. So step up and settle in with confidence. Titleist TSR is here. Mike, you and I just recently got fit. Absolutely loving them. The the speed gains, the ball speed gains uh, have been terrific. Uh, and just really where the rubber meets the road has been getting dialed in with that fitting. So definitely want to encourage you guys, check it out, get fit. The new TSR drivers, really what they did is they took everything that make the TSI the number one driver on tour and packed even more performance into every head. We got the opportunity to go out to, to California, talk to the team about what they did, and you can really kind of understand the evolution of how they learn something new with each driver iteration, iteration and just make it better so you got that new face technologies cg improvements aerodynamic refinements when everything moves the needle you're playing at titleist speed so uh, go to titleist.com learn more about the tsr medals and schedule that fitting trust me that dialing in is what's going to really make a huge difference for you it's the titleist tsr find your faster and if you guys are interested in finding a little bit more about the titleist tsr go to our recent podcast where we broke it down with mm -hmm. two fun. amazing people from Titleist. Like no and they, two better people to talk about. Exactly. Than we dove deep on that one. That was great. <laughs> yeah, that was well, a good one, one of my favorite podcasts we've ever done. So go check, check it out. Check it out. Yeah, when you yeah. see California, my head went really to that burrito we had on night one. <laughs> so good. Sorry. I'm thinking about ball speed games. This guy's thinking about his burrito. Because you know what? We're approaching lunchtime and yeah. I'm thinking about that burrito. I'm thinking about burrito too because right. that's what I'm probably <laughs> getting like for lunch. We're ordering for lunch. <laughs> right. I love it, Moving guys. On. <laughs> as always, huge thanks to FootJoy. The Tour Alpha from FootJoy leads the pack as the most tech-focused, crazy, comfortable, win-ready shoe in golf. Tour Alpha is power reimagined and it sets the standard for stability and comfort for today's athletes who demand the most secure foundation to maximize their power. It features FootJoy's most advanced stability system called the OPS system. It provides the ultimate support and control through the swing. Guys, it's important. We talk about that a lot. Uh, available in a variety of colors in laced and that new BOA lacing, that click lock. I love that style with no laces. Uh, the shoe is all about power and performance. you got to experience it for yourself. Learn more about the Tour Alpha from FootJoy. Just visit their website, website footjoy.com. All right, it's officially fall, and that means football season is in full swing. DraftKings has yet another exciting offer. And what we love about DraftKings, of course, is that it makes watching sports even more fun. And while the teams are spending their week practicing and prepping for the next game, you can get into some of the action too. So today's sponsor, DraftKings Sportsbook, it's an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is dishing out another exciting offer for all their new customers. All new customers have to do is sign up for the DraftKings Sportsbook, use promo code GOLFICITY, bet $5 on any pregame football wager this week, and you're going to receive an additional $200 in free bets if your bet cashes. It's an amazing offer offer plus you've got same game parlay so you can combine multiple bets from the same game give yourself a shot at even bigger winnings all season long and DraftKings has been around for a while so you know your funds are safe they can be drawn withdrawn whenever wherever you want so remember download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now new customers use promo code GOLFICITY you're going to get $200 in free bets if your bet hits after placing a $5 
pregame football wager. That's promo code GOLFICITY only at DraftKings Sportsbook. And guys, we've got to thank Precision Pro as well. I've got it in my hand here. The new NX10. If you watch the main channel, you see we've been using this all season long. Uh, the NX10, It's it's just been incredible what they've done building upon this nx line and the new 10 is the most customizable rangefinder in the game even coming very soon the golfisty sleeves here that you can put on you can customize this you can mix and match change it up playing out there fourth of july look at that bam you got the flag there's so many different things you can do with this plus it's what's inside that really counts. You got upgraded internal, so it's lightning quick target lock. You've also got improved high definition optics, a brand new LCD display in here, and they've got the even increased the strength of the magnet, so you can just pop it on the cart. It's really the thinking of all the little things that just lead to making this such a terrific rangefinder. In fact, so many people we've played with, Mike. We, you know, give it to them to, you know, the bar and the rangefinder shoot something like, ah, that's a, that's a, that's a nice rangefinder. Yeah. I actually think every person that, that we've given it to yeah. and has shot like, they're like impressed with it. Yeah. Like very impressed. Like, and yeah. it, that's it's all from, I'll say from front to back. It's a great rangefinder. And what really makes it even better is that precision pro care package. They have free, uh, battery replacements, two-year warranty on the rangefinders, some of the best customer so service support you're going to find anywhere. They even got a 90-day return policy, free shipping, and here's the best part. When you use code GOLFICITY, G-O-L-F-I-C-I-T-Y, at Precision Pro's website, you get 20 bucks off this thing. So swing with confidence, hit more greens, Precision Pro Golf. All right, back to the hot debate. Mm -hmm. All right, it's the moment you guys have been waiting for. We're talking golf now. We're going we're gonna to go right head to head and talk about which one we felt like was the better golf experience which at the end of the day all the stuff we talked about before is great yep those are the amenities yep, yep, yep. those are the things that make the in between the golf fun and what we're really most of us are looking for as far as a golf trip is for those things just to be you know enjoyable and not deter from the golf so yep. i think both have done they've done that and more they've exceeded that but let's talk about the golf. How do you want to break it we down? Set All the right, stage, so I got it. So. I got. I have it broken down pretty well. Okay. So can we set the stage and say that we've played before? You do that. We've played all the courses that Destination Kohler had offered. Yep. And we, we are did not only play all the courses that Piners offered. Piners has more courses. That's it. We That's played the two, four, three, and eight when we went on our trip, and the Cradle. Yes. Yep. So we're so, going to compare those versus the five we played at Kohler. Right? Yeah, it worked okay. out pretty nicely because we played four courses and a short course at each at each location. place, and two so, two at each, which were like their premiere. Yeah, I would argue we played the best courses at both locations. I would say we played the best courses at Pinehurst. Would you not? I agree. Uh, Is there anything? Yeah. You, yeah. Debate us sure. if, if there's, not, and that but, doesn't mean there aren't some some great courses. But I think when we were there, we put a priority in playing what, what yeah, we definitely considered the best courses there. I mean, two and four. Could go down as two of the best golf courses in the world. You could play two and four and be happy. And that for the happy. rest of your life, I mean, you could, could play those it. two courses. But I would say, likewise, you could play the Irish and Whistling Straits and be happy. But go ahead. Um, all right. So we're going to break down. First, we're going to do, I'll just tell you how they're going to be split up, and then we'll go back to actually breaking them down. We're going to have the Cradle and the Baths together, obviously, and then we're going to have the Meadow Valley course at Kohler go against the Pinehurst number eight. Love it. And then we're going to have the river course at Black Wolf Run going against number three because number three kind of beat you guys up pretty oh, good. Oh, yeah. And Frank's got an interesting stat about 
the river. And the river is like one of the hardest courses in the country. In so the country. Yeah. I yes. think that that was a perfect uh, good good matchup there. It's a good uh, good matchup. Good there. bout there. So let's okay. start the short courses. Oh, we're still oh. not done yet, Frank. Oh, we have the Irish yeah, in number four. Off, yeah, got the Irish got in number four. I think we all knew where he was going. Go ahead. And uh, whistling in number two, obviously. So okay. Now we'll go back to. Obviously, the cradle. Right, so let's start the, with the short course. This and is and a I big think debate. most of you, honestly, who are watching this and thinking about putting together that trip, you're probably putting together the, the wheelhouse is about a four day trip. Four day each. Right? Minimum, so you're going to probably play yep. four, depending on how much grind you want to put in, you're probably going to play four courses in a short course. Yeah, you, you can experience all of Kohler, all five in, in that time yeah. frame. And and look, we can also argue, you've got a longer trip. There's a lot you can do. You can play Pinehurst. You can play all the Pinehurst courses. You could also venture off property and play a place like Tobacco Road, which I'm going to highly, highly, highly suggest. If you're in Pinehurst, just make a party thing. Just play Tobacco Road. It's, it's incredible. It's one of our favorite of all time. Mm -hmm. But but same thing with uh, Wisconsin. There's a lot of other great golf that's over there that you could play. But go ahead. Let's start with the short course. Let's go short. All right. Cradle's Bath. First of all, let's talk about number of holes. All right. Cradle has nine, right? Yep. And the bats has 10. Yep. Okay. Both walkable. I mean, there's no carts. You have to walk them. And both short par three courses all the way through. Yeah. I, th I think this is going to come down to user preference, obviously, because they yes. are very different. Like, I, I don't think you could take two short courses and make them much m more True. different. And you have to be, I think, from an aesthetic, from a golf course designer appreciation. Yeah, I think the Baths wins every day. Yeah, I think the Cradle has a lot of short, which is interesting. Short isn't the, isn't isn't the Cradle? It's a Gil Hans. It's a Gil Hans. But yeah. he, I think he only worked within the the, the he had to work with he had. what he had. Right. I feel like the Baths had more space to work with, so they have longer holes. They have more hilly terrain. Uh, more of those hills and mounds, which you kind of you don't see other holes out there. So it looks like you're in a real big golf course on this little short. The course. bats at Kohler felt more like golf. Yeah, you weren't hitting off a mat. You weren't hitting off a mat. I, 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 Gil Hansen did an incredible job, and I think it was a model at, at the cradle at Pinehurst, a model that that just it did a great thing for golf. And yes. so many other places did 100%. It. But I think they had a not very big spot there that was empty land to use next to Thistle Dew, which is their big putting mm. surface, and then you've got uh, the 18th hole of um, number two there. You've got the first hole of number right. four. Yep. They had a little spot. Right. You had they no worked other in great, spots to work nine with. great holes. He did great with the space he had, and it, it's a phenomenal nine-hole, vibey, fun round with live music in the in the bushes. Yes, but the opposite of it was the bats, which they have just you know black wolf run over there they've got like unlimited supply of acreage yep and they yeah, were they able could, to come in and yeah. they made what i felt like it was more of a golf course you had on every hole you had two t options so you could play it long or short mm -hmm. so you could vary it you could play with hickory sticks which they would right. give you and you could play the shorter one with the hickory sticks. you didn't have either of those of those options at the cradle that's right yep they gave you cradle bags yes but that was bags. it yep um but they had like uh, what do you call it? They had real tee boxes. You hit off real turf. It wasn't hitting off a mat. Mm -hmm. uh, it was bigger areas, and like you said, the, it was because it was not as spread out, and they had the mounds where they were built up. You felt like you, you couldn't see the whole course from one spot. You felt like you were more on a golf course, which is exactly why I did not like the baths compared to the cradle. So you like more of the backyard party vibe. That was backyard I mean, party. Yeah, I'm not much of a backyard partier, but I mean, I enjoyed the vibe much more because. I liked being on the first tee and seeing the furthest hole away from us and like seeing the group over there hit a hole, hole in, in one. one which yeah, we, we had a group behind us at the cradle hit a hole in one and we wouldn't have seen that at no, the baths. We like we would have heard it and be like, oh, somebody must have 
been having right. something awesome happen over there, but we wouldn't have seen it. That was really cool. Like being yeah. able to just see and kind of, it kind of felt like everybody was playing in one group mm-hmm. at the cradle that right. just moved. It's a good way to put it. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. kind of playing in one group. I mean, and I liked having the pine cone kind of in the course. Like that was that little bar. Having pine the, cone having was a little, little bar, bar there. Right. Yeah. Which I think since we've been there has become more of a permanent place. I think so as well. They've yep. got a more permanent bar. But uh, Kohler also had a bar there before you went out. You had it there and you could get your, your transfusion or whatever sure. it may be. But from a golf perspective, I have to give the win to the baths. I think we're all going to – well, except for well, Zach. Except for Zach. Yeah, but Zach's a non-golfer. He's going purely on vibes. But I, I thought, I, I thought the the it was a tough course with some fun Challenge, stuff yeah. mixed in that punch yeah. bowl where you could punch really kind of go cool. for a hole in one out there. About that one where the green the flag was tucked in by oh the water. Oh my god! What a hard shot! A hundred and seventy five yard shot into like a tough water protected green. Um, I thought that, that was awesome. There was one hole that looked you could just you felt like you were just at Bally Bunyan. You felt like you were just yeah, in Ireland or something. The bunkers are all. Hot bunkers, hot bunkers insane. with the walls. I, I, it was just, it was, it was a great vibe. Felt more like golf to me. Um, yet it was still had that fun, casual yeah. walking round. And I thought it was the perfect thing to put into uh, a day where maybe you have a, a late afternoon round. You want to warm up there in the morning, or vice versa, unwind with yep. the round there. The bats to me gets the that's the point. What about you? Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm there. I mean, I don't know if I, I think at Pinehurst you're allowed to, if you book a tea time at the cradle, you could just keep looping it all day if you want. I think okay. that's the rule. You Could book be. one tea time. Yep, uh, that's how. I it don't goes. know if it's the way at the the baths, but I I can't. If it was the same, I wouldn't be surprised. They've got that cool like record board, like the fastest someone's ever yeah, played. The most the times they've gone that's around cool. the cradle has. I think someone just recently tied the low score, which was like nineteen. Jeez, but uh, it was very pitch and putt the cradle versus. There were some shots where we were using some eight irons and stuff, and yeah. it was a little more challenging architectural wise, like aesthetically. I give it to the bats all day. Yeah, I mean, I, I hit, when we were playing with the full bags, so to speak, I think the longest club I hit was either a seven or a six, yeah. which you're not hitting that at the uh, the the cradle. Yeah. What about you, Zach, before we move on? What's your... I seven? think you guys know my... Yeah. He's going cradle. He's, yeah. he's a cradle guy. So two points for the bath, one point for the cradle. What's our next one? Uh, we have Meadows Valley against number eight. Okay. Now, I think this is actually going to be a really good debate. Now, number eight at Pinehurst was designed by Tom Fazio, right? Yeah. And it was there to pay more homage to the rest of the courses. So they put some of the similar elements in. However, to me, it didn't feel like we were at Pinehurst. It was a little bit off property. I liked it in the fact that it was a very, it was, um, I always like a little bit of a variation and a mix up. It right. felt a little bit different that way, but it, to me, it felt a little bit more like the courses we play here in New Jersey. That's exactly different how I than felt, a, right? a New Jersey golf course with pine needles. Yeah, I felt right. like we flew back to Crystal Springs to play around. Yeah, when it was we it was eight. hilly. the The way the grass it was, like was Springs. It was like that. Remember like that? The more tree yeah. lined, as it, pure as it gets. Oh, it was don't very get me wrong. Great shape. It was a great course, but um, it was probably the eh course of the. Trip. It was it was That's, the one that I could easily have skipped. Yep. And it was, it's, you know, if you told me to pick one of the, say you're only going to play four of the five color courses, which are Meadows would be the one I would skip. So this is a good comparison. It, Meadows would be the one to skip. However, I really like. I it. don't know. It's I'm a die guy. You're a die guy. I'm a die guy. Everybody knows that. He is. I want to play a there die over a Tom that really Excited me about that course. That the river, Meadows Valley. Yeah, the river I think was much better. We'll get to that. So I, I this is going to be a hard comparison. For so me. this is actually a good comparison it's for a Mike because they're both just kind of eh courses for him. For him. And the Meadows was our first one we played on our trip, 
there was a psych level. Yeah. Eight was the last one we played on our trip. So we're more like down. So that's going to like kind of. Well, at some point, you're going to have to give us a number here. Which one is it? I pick the Meadows. I go Meadows here over Pinehurst number eight. For for me, Pinehurst number eight, just like we said, didn't give me the frills. Yeah, I got. I'm going Meadows, and I liked Meadows. You love it. Pete I Dye really did. Anything you uh, like it? Ah, uh, yeah. Pete Dye could, backyards. Yeah. He could design a, a dentist office <laughs> waiting room, and I'd be there. <laughs> this is a Dye inspired waiting this is room. A Pete Dye waiting room right here. I can feel it. No, listen. Uh, I thought it was a great court, and what I liked, I love the idea of the tale of two nines. That you was had, cool meadow valleys and your front nine was in a meadow yeah and you got these wide open you know kind of like very more mm-hmm. a little bit flatter that was and cool the back nine was in the valley um i thought there were some really tough holes mixed in uh i i really i really like that last hole of 18 tough 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 hole yeah and uh what one thing i've never seen before <laughs> in a golf course What's he laughing at? Was he played t- fairways or lava on that hole? Uh, I don't even remember what we played Listen, on that hole. All I remember is that by eighteen we were a little we were a little yeah. cooked. I I loved it and I, and I thought there's something I'd never seen before, and that that hole had two greens. That hole had two, two greens. greens. Yeah, how wild Be- was that? That was wild. So it, it luckily they make it very obvious, so you know it said red tees play to the red flagged green, and all other tees play to the uh, yeah. white flag. And what they did was they made a, a separate green to the left and made it, I think, a par five for the red. Right. Yep. And then it was uh, a really difficult, I think, par four mm-hmm. for everybody else going to the white. But I, I'm giving my point to Meadow Valley. I, I like that course. I think it's a course I'd play again in a heartbeat. How about the hole before 17 with the tree? The people yeah. in front of the green, par three. Wild. Yeah. I would have called that up and over. Up and over because you had to go over. We a had tree. the slinger lens it in there. You had to sling it around the tree or go up and over it yeah. to hit that par yeah, that's three. That's what I did. I slung it in and there. And how about the par three a couple before that? The one where you we were playing I a challenge. You had to tip the... it out. You had to hit oh, that. Oh, that one was dead. tough. That was right. tough. That was like island, like total island. If you're not on that green, you're like sixty feet down yeah, the cliff. Here's where I'm going to try place. to sway the conversation the way I want it to go. Yeah. I'm gonna say I'm gonna ask you guys. You we already named a couple of good holes. Did you feel like any holes at number eight? had that character yes which one the, the water with the water yeah the yeah, one where yeah. you're going over the, all that the water one challenge. whole challenge i was hoping you didn't remember that one yeah dude. that was a good no one. i do remember you're that's right. the only the hole only i remember from that course i feel like so overall more character so where are you at, Zach? uh oh i'm going meadow valley so we're, we're thanks yeah, for sure the board. yeah i'm going meadow valley because again number Shit. eight is just kind of like more of the same as what we're used to and like for us to go on a travel trip yeah, i hear you one of these courses has okay. really got to be different yeah. for yeah. me so to be like wow for this the, is uh, awesome. kohler golf team chalk run up wait can we stop right there my bladder's gonna explode be right back yeah is that okay yeah. <laughs> we're gonna quick bathroom break it's a hot debate when everybody's gotta use the bathroom yeah halfway through all right we're back all right, what's our next course here? River course versus number three. Ugh. Uh, let's recap number three. So number three, first of all, it is a deceivingly difficult course. Donald Ross to death. That was Donnie's nice way of saying this. Yeah, Donnie was like, huh. <laughs> you 5,100 yards, right? I'm going to show you a Whatever, card 50, that Oh, says, my God. Very these, short course. These guys. We they, were going to tear it up, right? Yeah, we got off number four. You know, we were playing pretty good at that yeah, point. Yeah, our games were waking up at the end. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, sweet. We got a nice in the short gullet. course short coming course. up. We're going to tear this apart. Tore us up. Absolutely tore us up. 
Uh, I mean, I have I've put out like a, um I, my Instagram and stuff like that. I think Piner ended up even resharing it because it's just like it just explained everything in one yeah. shot. I had a great wedge shot up to the green, and it just kind of it just hit that false, false front, front and rolled city. back all the way down. We're talking in the realm of like 60, 70 yards down a hill back into the fairway. Yeah, there were some serious risk reward shots out there. A short, short, short par fours, very drivable. You miss your dead. Go for it? Yeah. Right, and it just. It got us. It got us. I think if we went back and we played it smart now, having played it, we, we could have played it a lot better. But uh, it was a tough course. But as far as um, enjoyment goes, because they're both going to be very tough. Um, the I river course it. was super hard, too. Yep. In fact, we played with the guys from Busta Jack who right. are you know, ridiculously good golfers. Uh, one guy plays to a plus four. The other guy plays to a plus six, right? So we played their worst ball. And they had people who had... You know, were chiming in, telling them they weren't going to break a hundred. Yeah, they ended up obviously doing much better than that. But they were, it's like, and I, I love the perspective of like being able to contrast our perspective as your average golfers and then your really good golfers. They were, they were talking about how hard that place was too. They were struggling. So two hard courses. But my take it away. I mean, what do you, what do you think? Yeah, I'm a big. Uh, it's one thing we didn't talk about in the other two is I love a good closing hole. I feel like that's like the character. Uh, well, we did talk about the the one at Meadows with the yes. two greens, mm -hmm. the cradle. Eh, there's nothing to that closing hole. Whereas the bats, that was awesome. I loved that you had the whole clubhouse behind you with the water and everything. So with this hole with the river, I love the closing hole. Remember we played with Buster Jack that the, the match was over already, but we just played it anyway with the porch and the deck right there. Yes, with all you were dead if you went left at all. So their closing hole was great. The course itself had a lot of great character. You had, um, we saw the bald eagle sightings yes. out there in Wisconsin. We saw it in the course. You had the huge flag on the ninth and the tenth hole going out. We made the turn, huge flag. So yeah, that typical Pete die where the water would run right up yeah, along the green, sawgrassy type feel yep. like Pete does with like the wooden planks from the separating the water from the. So I thought for that reason and because of the way the course turned, a lot of turns and uphill downhill. I'm going to give my point again to Kohler. And the river course over Pinehurst number three. I'm going to read this to you what Golf Digest said in its top 100 hardest golf course about Black Wolf Run because they put it perfectly. It said winding uh, the winding Sheboygan River in play on 10 holes can tie you in knots. Plus, the club can flood the waste bunker on the 18th to create That's yet it. another water hazard. Convenient for throwing your clubs into it after a tough day or throwing yourself into it. <laughs> That's how hard this course is. But but I but listen, the other one beat us up. I I like a hard course in that way. What I struggled with, and we don't play that type of stuff enough. I struggled with all of the Pinehurst greens, and I, I struggled with that idea of like these like almost like a little bit of like a turtle back, super fast. And I remember the caddy telling us, "Never say good shot here in Pinehurst, so the ball right. stops rolling." I struggled with the fact that it'd be tough. You felt like you made a good shot, and. You know, not knowing the course well enough, it ended up being a bad shot because it would roll off or yep. do whatever. Um, number three, like it was fun for a good story of how hard it was, but I didn't have as much fun playing it. Yeah. I, I felt like it was just like, I don't know, it, it, it just didn't appeal to me the way that that um, the river course really took me by surprise as being such a good course that i've been like dude this i would come back to kohler just to play just to the play black it. wolf run courses right i would literally play meadows valley um the river and the baths all on that one little bit bit of property and i'd have i'd be happy even without yeah. having to go over, playing the well, whistling well let me ask you a question if a guys are booking a, a buddy's trip to pinehurst do you still put number three on the itinerary 
Yeah, because I think you want the Piners experience. Okay. I think you put on the itinerary number two, number four, number three, play the cradle. And go to Tobacco Road. And go Road. to play Tobacco Road. Yeah, it's almost what we did. I don't, that's what I would do. But but I, I'm giving my point to Black Wolf Run. I think it's an absolute can't miss. The river, the meadows too, but the river 100% is a can't miss, must play when you're over there. Don't don't go all the way to Whistling Straits, play Whistling in the Irish, and not just pop over and add one more day, play the river. Zach, as a creative guy, drone. Yeah, cameras. I wasn't really a fan of either course. Like if I'm being <laughs> honest, uh, okay. number three, like the course itself kind of, no frills. No, fr- like no, frills no frills at all. The best right. thing about that course was that Mike fell out of the cart trying to grab his ball. That was, that was pretty great. comical. But, that was legendary. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I would think Kohler, like I would much rather play the river instead of number three. Like after seeing you guys play number three, you got beat up. Beat, beat up. And I don't want any business. Yeah. With that, like, uh, but how much of it we got beat up was because we got caught so by surprise. Like, I mean, I think a little bit of both. At it, we knew this was gonna be tough. We were just like way too confident. Yeah. This is a short course, yeah. and we're thinking like, oh, these are easy tars. We're hitting it, and they're rolling yeah. off the green. I would probably end up picking the river because I'm thinking that one hole where Mike got hit in the ankle, where you're in that yep. super elevated. Yes. You have that was kind cool. of back to back. Not him getting hit in the ankle. The tee box. It was, was pretty cool. funny. Yeah, um, that was that was yeah. funny too. <laughs> Um, and, and how about the hole where Busta had to concede? We were like, go for it over the water. We're yeah. like, every you miss just like an hole. inch. Yeah. That's where Pete I'm, gets you. I like the elevated tee boxes that the river had. Um, I mean, but other than that, it was just, I mean, it was a golf course. Yeah. Like to me, like, I don't know. There wasn't much that really like brought it to another level to me. But like, yeah. I could understand how you guys as golfers are like loving it, like super into it. But like, I don't know. It just kind of felt like, I don't know. They both feel really difficult, and like I would, like me as like a not great golfer would want to maybe well, maybe do another course. Yeah, right. The other thing that I like about Pete Dye, because we talk about difficulty, is the the T box options on the Pete Dye courses. Uh-huh. There's like f- always about five T box options. When I talk about it being number seventeen most most hardest on this list, that's also they're considering you play them all from the tips, which is seven thousand yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that it was it was not like a totally take your lunch, beat you up all day type of thing when we played from, uh, I think, the blue tees that we played from. Still very hard, but I think much more doable. Um, so I, I give We're it... We're all giving it to Black I don't want anyone to think like going, it's going to be so hard. It's going to be right. too hard for you. If you're like a mid-handicap golfer, you can find your way to play that. Oh, sure. But it sounds like we're all giving it to Black Wolf Run, and I feel like we're starting to give a lot of points to Kohler here. Yeah, I think so, too. I'm, I'm, look, I'm looking at the board right now, and when it comes to actual golf, Pinehurst is not really doing too good. It's but too, we but have a couple more. We, have we haven't hit the big boys yet. There. We okay. haven't hit the big boys yet. So now let's do it. Number four versus the Irish. Wow. Yeah. First of all, number four, Gil Hans, masterpiece. Masterpiece. Don't three-putt my greens. Don't three-putt my greens. There's a lot of people who say they... And like some people don't want to say it in public, but they'll hit you like with an elbow like and in, like better. yeah, they'll be like in the elevator, big like, dude. Four's better. Yeah. Four's better than two. Play yeah. four. I mean, if we're You're comparing it to the Irish, I think you got. I got to tilt towards four. I'd love the Irish. It had a I lot of too. like uh, Ballyo and feels the fescue. Love seeing the lake and the water in the distance. Lynx style a lot. There was some some trees here and there. Yeah. But it was it was relatively open. It was a beautiful time of day. We played it. We were like golden hour. So like we had all the perfect like feels for it. the closing stretch of the Irish. Irish worth. Unfortunately, I had no energy left. It was still a great three clo- three hole closing holes. 
Uh, we How about Blind Man's decks. Bluff? Blind Man's Bluff. Couldn't see the Ever green. seen anything like it? No. On a park I loop. got up on a tee box, literally, and I shout to Mike. I'm like, I can't fire the pin. I don't know which direction we're going. I don't hitting. even know where the green is. I mean, I see the tee boxes are lined up. It's either it's either this way or that way, but I don't know which one it is. Right. I couldn't see the green. Didn't know right. where it was. And that was the cool stuff about Pete Dye, like the Blind Man's Bluff. Yeah. The green was hidden in yeah. down in a valley. Down, down. Yeah. Like, you couldn't see right. it. Right. I know. Something about four. I liked four a lot. I'm going to lean towards four. I would have played uh, the Irish again. I would have got the caddy, or at least a four caddy. We yeah. didn't. It was raining. We were just kind of getting out there trying to film. We're like, ah, we'll be good. We'll get yep. the carts. Let's we'll go out and play it. A caddy would have really helped there. Honestly, I feel like at all of these courses that we've talked about so far, having a caddy, if you're coming in from out of state, yeah, having a caddy would help you tremendously. Worth its weight in gold. Worth its weight in gold. Yeah. At the Irish? At any I, I of just them. feel like at any oh, of these courses, oh, yeah, yeah. they're all challenging. The guy told us at the Irish, he's like, it looks like it's going to break, but it's not. Yeah. You're well, when we were going out, I'll never forget it. Going out at number four, what the what the starter there told us, was he said, do not try to one putt See, my greens. You will end up four putting. You will four putt. Don't three putt my greens. Yeah. No, he said, don't, don't, don't try don't to try one putt. Because you'll four putt. Because you'll four putt. Yeah, I thought he said, no, no, no. I don't want you guys three putt on my green again. Because what he was saying was that be smart with your first putt. And and Don't he's go so right, right. Yeah. because there was so many ways that those those greens could just beat you to death. I think strictly like architecturally, if you're a super architectural purist, um, I think that the four is probably your better bet. I think it literally is Gilhan's masterpiece. Um, but if it's if it's more of like a I don't fun know. wild Ar- architecture, I mean, that course was not there. Four like that no uh, Irish, Irish that course, oh, right. that architectural course was not there. feat. It was an architectural feat. The Irish, no doubt. I I, I think spectacle wise, fun vibe wise, different stuff. You're not going to see other places. I kind of give it to the Irish. It just felt like a a mini straights course to me. Yeah. If because like there were some tee boxes, you got elevated enough, you were still on the water. You saw the water. You didn't see it as much as you did at Whistling, but. I think that I could not argue with you if you went in either way. I'm going personal preference um, because if you put a gun to my head right now and you said, Frank, well, I don't know why you have a gun to my head, first of all. Seriously. I'd be like, dude, put it down. Put it down. <laughs> like, we're just talking about golf here. <laughs> but let's say you, for some reason, when you were making tea times, Mike, because you tend to make the tea times, yeah. you also were holding a gun to yeah. my head simultaneously. I, again, yeah. I don't know why. But if you said that and you said, Frank, we can either play number four or the Irish today, which are you playing? And it, no, nothing else came into factor. Just that I'd be like, I'm play, play, let's play the Irish today. Okay. Wow. And I'd be like, holster it and let's That's play the Irish. That's not yeah. what I thought. Frank no. Would say. No. We thought you had a uh, Gil Hans four vibes all day long. I I I loved number four. Crashed a drone at four. Did crash the drone? Maybe that's why I have Maybe those, those bad flashback memories of crashing the drone, like on our those first square round greens. The- I remember that par three with the false fronts. It was a hard course. It was beautiful. I'm going four. You're going Irish. Plus you had those attack squirrels on four. Yeah, that was so funny. Those black, those black like squirrels. they were big like fox squirrels. That's what fox they squirrels. They and they just like came out of nowhere. And they just wanted. Bar. They just want your food. I gave them a peanut butter chocolate protein. Yeah, bar. you did. You got all it. jacked up. But I, I don't know. I'm just. I thought Second the Irish was so breaker. fun. But you know, if you guys listen to the show enough, you know I'm a Lynx guy. Like on the water courses, I like Pete Dye courses. It just hit a lot of boxes for me. Four, I'm going to put ahead of a lot of golf courses. But tiebreakers, Zach. I'm going four um, for multiple reasons. It was our first course at Pinehurst. And I just 
for some reason that trip that, that was, was our first travel my first trip travel trip. trip that was like the first so time very, I like, it's a good feels for you yeah really good feels for that but also i love the look like you're not going to find a more beautiful course yeah, from almost anywhere yeah um just in general mm. i didn't even fly that trip i no, wasn't you're even taking flying pictures. drone i was just taking pictures so i just it looks like that course was there yeah you know what i'm saying it looks like they just put it, they just put pins where they were supposed to be on the green and everything else was like made yeah. like like god made the course like oh, that yeah. that's well, how it looks the irish it looks like it was built there in my opinion but number four looks like it was a forest that a golf course was kind of carved yeah. out of and i prefer that as to the let's haul in a bunch of dirt Kind of like the Straits, like Bayonne, something like that. I know that. we're jumping ahead, but I'm going to ask you a question. Did you like it better than number two? I loved four, four more than yeah. two. Two did nothing for me. I, like, like, I kind of liked four more than two. I liked four more than two. I know we're going to talk about that. As a non-golfer, I it looked like to me that you guys had more fun on, on number four. And like, what right. are we doing it for? Like, aren't, isn't, like, that should be the only... Well, it was a hard comparison. We had first, first course of the trip, like Stoke level a million. Irish was the last of the trip, and like I was down and out by like the fourteenth hole. Okay, all right, yeah. But difficulty wise, how would you rank them? Four, Which one? Four in the Irish. Did you put four? Four is it more difficult? I thought four more difficult. I struggled more at Pinehurst with the, the greens. greens. I struggled. The greens more. is where they. Got I it. literally, I said this in the video. I wanted to cut the whistling straights greens out, roll them up, and take them home. Remember yeah, how well yeah, I was putting? I, I don't know. Like, you had 4,000 feet worth of I was making everything I looked at. Yep. So what do you, maybe I'm biased. Maybe that's, that's what it. I like more. I struggled with the Pinehurst greens. I struggled with the false fronts. I struggle with like the demoralizing feeling like sometimes where like you'd hit a green, everybody say good shot, and then you get up there and it had rolled way off yeah. the green. But I feel like or I hit a putt. How about 18? Like really hit me pretty hard. When I was on that green, I had a par putt. I putted and went off the green. Yeah, yeah but that's number two. We're still talking about four right yeah, now. Yeah, but, but four had similar vibes as far as like the greens. They performed it. They were a little bit to me. I played a little bit better on them, but I, I don't know. I struggle with it. I, I just. Yeah, we got to talk about I that. I thought four was harder that way. Two when we get to it. Yeah, we're right, but think about it like <laughs> this. Let me ask you this question. Tough. If you lived in a house right next to one or the other and you could either play the Irish every day or four every day, what would it be? See, that's a good question. I, I feel like I feel like four, four is the better a, everyday play. Four has a much higher replay potential. Yeah. I feel like the Irish every day is better for your mental health. Irish no Irish is <laughs> the more of the, the I think Irish is the more spectacle. It's yeah, like it's yeah. the yeah. wilder like. So I guess you could say around. if you were going on a trip and you wanted to get the most money or like the most value for your money in just terms of It's hard. Like there wow factor, I think the Irish. Okay, but, isn't that what we're doing this whole thing for, though? I mean, I personally <laughs> like number four more. Yeah, I personally, I, I don't know. I'm going to say so wait, that what I, are you picking? I, now you got me confused. You know, I'm just saying that I like them more. Which ones? All of them. Like, all of my picks are just, like, what I like more. Okay, so which one did you like more? Because it sounded like you Irish said the Irish. Four. I like number four right now. Okay. Yeah. But because, we should move on before he changes his no, mind. No, no. Is that what we're saying? My pick will <laughs> always be number four over the Irish. I think the Irish, like just didn't really like fit with me. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Like, I just that's didn't fair. really I get I heard good... you say the Irish. No, no, no. Okay. I'm saying that's fair. that like I feel like but, if you could only play one like if you're only playing one or the other I feel like I would like to play four every day. But if you're going on a trip, I think the Irish has a little bit more power. But I okay. personally like four more. Okay. okay. All right. 
So that's so we got two for number four there, and Frank's all about the Irish. Irish, yeah. It's going to come down to this last one. And I think kinda, we all know where we're going to go towards this last one. I think we kind of are. Yeah. I you think know? this might be a real swing here. K's across the board here, boys. Yeah, because with the actual straights course versus number two, it's hard. It's easy because I could say Whistling Straits is the like, top three courses I've played in my life. Yes. And Piner's number two is not in that list. It's Which is there. it's a for, it's because it's a fortunate list. It's a fortunate list. Again, don't I don't want anyone to take wrong that if we don't put like we in any way are like saying we don't yeah. like like it was legendary. Never forget day in our lives, the day we played number two in the morning in Tobacco Road. Hundred percent. I mean, oh, it's a day in my life I would ever. not trade for anything. Well, you're if if you had to kick out of your top three, you've got the Ocean Course at Kiowa. Mm-hmm. You have Whistling Straits, and you have the old course at St Andrews, and Tobacco Road is lingering. Yeah, I, 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 Tobacco Road for me is higher than and who you than kicking the old, the old course. course. Yes, golf experience wise. Yes, wow. I had more wow. fun at, the, at 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 Tobacco Road than I've had most places I've ever played golf. I can second that. I, I, I can second it, that. I get I, it. Like I, chills I felt I've to died death. I went to golf heaven at the old course. The old, the whole no, all eighteen holes. The old course, like chills. I would get so death. bored. Playing I wasn't the pinching old course, myself on Tobacco Road every hole. Oh, I was everywhere was we went around Tobacco Road. I was like, I can't believe they let me be here. Right I think now. part this of why we were pinching ourselves so much though is because we still couldn't believe that this little thing we started called golficity. It started with like a website and a right. blog had brought us to. And that was our first real travel. The old series. course, right, like right, the place, like golf. Having the pims, right? The I mean, that was it. But uh, as yeah. far as a golf experience, I would rather play Tobacco Road again this moment than I would play the old course. The old course is so cool in all yeah. the ways that it yeah. was cool. But like, um, you love the architecture. The, the tobacco, tobacco was Road, so unique. such a vibe. It was so cool. Okay, sorry to go off to tail on a tangent. But let, let's yeah, go. Yeah. You you tell us number two, number two versus Whistling Straits. To Zach's which, point before, number two did nothing for me other than you know all the history, Payne yeah, Stewart, prestige. all that stuff. That's and, it. And and being able to say I got to play Piners number two. We Other had a great that, caddy too. Great caddy. He was awesome. He was awesome. He was but great. we had great caddies at Whistling Straits too. We did. Yeah, we did. Very fortunate. We we did. And I have to put it strictly on the Straits because of the water in the Lake Michigan and the course itself. Yeah, Whistling Straits was one of those ones like Tobacco Road where every time we got in a tee box, we're like, wow, yeah, wow, look at this, yeah. wow. Yep. Um, Whistling or Kingsbarns? What do you mean? If you had to pick. Whistling all over Kings okay, Barnes. Okay. Kings Barnes was great yeah. too. <laughs> Kings Barnes is, is right up there with the Tobacco water, Road wow, for me. Wow, yeah, wow. but but I'll tell you what, Whistling Straits it was like every single time, and and a lot we got that at at Pinehurst. But a lot of what we got with number two was like you you'd be more so. It was like it was a much more. It was a subtler wow. It was more of like it had to marinate a little bit. It was more of like you were you got a lot of respect for that course as yeah. you played it, and then you you a lot of the wow was like I remember this from television. I remember Payne Stewart. I remember that type of stuff. Uh, Whistling Straits is not quite even old enough yet to have that kind of mm-hmm. history. You had the Ryder Cup that was there, sure, and I yep. think over time it'll develop more. Yep. But it was more just like from like the the spectacle of it. You had you know the figure eight kind of like way it went. Nine holes out along the water to nine holes back, and the way it was laid out, you were never more than one fairway away from the lake. Uh, the the way that they tucked all the par threes down by the lake, and the wind would come in, mm-hmm. and you'd be thinking about mm-hmm. that. There was just something to that that I just didn't get that feel at number two. Um, but number two, though, I mean, again, I I I said at the beginning of the show, I said you guys are not going to be disappointed. You play either place. Number two was just, it was incredibly difficult. It had all that that feel, like almost like what we had with, with the old course. We stepped on, you felt like you were going to like golf church. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. It was just like 
this is a legendary spot. Um, but as my personal preference, I would pick to play the straights over number two. Yeah, Zach's in the same boat because yeah. he had that religious experience um, droning it. Yeah, I he did. Number two really did nothing for me personally. And if I was a golfer, I feel like I would have a much better time at whistling mm-hmm. because at number two, like, all right, they're both ridiculously tough courses, the straights and number two. But I feel like at Pinehurst, I would just get angry a little bit quicker. Mm-hmm. Like if I wasn't playing well, because it doesn't look all that like Pinehurst number two doesn't visually look like super, super difficult. Yeah. I mean, they're but it'll their protection. beat you up. Whereas the wind is the protection at whistling. Like and all the bunkers and just the sure. mounds and the fescue. I don't know. I the personally, yeah, I like, I like whistling more. And I think I would like playing whistling more because, yeah. because of the vibe. And like, sure. let's say you're not playing good golf. You have an, you have a lake to look at and it's really beautiful. And Pinehurst, you're kind of just, that's true. Kind of just on your number walk two. Your walk with your cat in during the woods. a bad round is more enjoyable on, this, on the straights. Yeah. Yep. I could see that. As we're talking about it, I'm just kind of looking to see what on the same list had been said about um, these two courses that we're talking about. I'm looking for Piners number two, and I'm not seeing it on this. Uh, here we go. Piners number two is ranked 32nd on the Golf Digest list for 100 hardest courses. Um, so this is what they say. Somewhere. One of four survivors on our list from America's top 10 most testing courses uh, from Golf Digest, October 1969. So it shows you how wow. the history and how old. Because the toughest, um, it's the toughest course where you uh, won't come close to losing a ball. You won't, uh, you won't come close to losing a ball, or keeping one of those, uh, those, or keeping one on those roller coaster greens, which uh, definitely repel bad shots and some good shots too. I think that said it perfectly. Yeah, because it's true. You would think you had a good shot into the green, and you'd be frustrated, be like, "Darn it." Like it rolled off where what whistling was a little bit different was that you would be very rewarded for good shots Mm -hmm. and very, very punished for your bad shots. First of all, whistling straights uh, has over 1000 bunkers, Mm -hmm. 1000 ranked all the way up. Number eight on the hardest courses. It says dire straights would be a better name. Given the opportunity to transform an, an abandoned army bombing range along Lake Mission, Michigan, Pete Dye produced a blend of Ballybunion and Beirut with ragged 70-foot-high fake dune, faux dunes peppered with with a million bunkers. They say a million, but mm-hmm. there's over a mm-hmm. thousand bunkers, some the size of your golf bag, others the yeah. size of the clubhouse. Yep. When Pete's wife, Alice, urged him to create harder holes that even the pros would double bogey, he added more bunkers and some railroad ties, so much for Alice being the gentler half of the team. (laughs) So she's to blame. So she's She's to to blame. blame. But it was true. Thousands of bunkers. um, Huge hills. I just just felt like, but but there were holes we played well. There were holes we parred. I felt more rewarded for my good shots. I'm more punished for my bad in some ways than I did at um at uh number Pinehurst number two. Who had the better closing hole? I gotta give that to number two. Because it comes into the clubhouse? Yep. It comes into the no. to the Dude, do you remember do, no, do you remember eighteen hole? at whistling? I do. It comes into that clubhouse. It comes too. into you're in that lower tier it was up there. Epic. And it's like you're you're in like a stadium almost. It's it was, like it you got it, stadium it feel, bowl it, vibes, yeah. right? And you had a lot of ways you could play. You could always you could get in trouble. You had more eyeballs on you too, though. I believe. I yeah, well, because you had the portrait there and people sitting watching. But other than that, like, uh, 
I mean, yeah, it's yeah. was there a was there a lot to eighteen? I mean, most of what I think That's of great. when Up I think the of the difficulty the of Pinehurst, it was ar- on and around the greens. Yeah, that's where most of the difficulty was. Otherwise, you had a tee shot, more or less straight out. You, you just didn't want to go left. Waste bunkers way. left. Uh, waste bunkers. It was all dicey approach shot with the clubhouse behind you. Yeah, yeah, right. dicey. If like if you like a guy like us and you're gonna <laughs> yeah. hit it, right? Yeah, that's right. dicey. But but otherwise, if you hit a decent shot, you could be on there. But that green was so tough, man. Those greens, like tough. you putt and they'd roll off. Like if you didn't, if I didn't have a caddy, yeah, even though I was with a caddy helping us, I'd be, I'd still be putting out yeah, there. True, I'd still be. And putting. that 18th hole at Whistling, your elevated tee box playing down to Coming that down split to fairway. Yeah, with that it was like unique. Big, massive. Right, I got a fescue area in the middle. All right, we need yeah. a Sally. So we we know we're, we all we're all going Whistling. We're all going Whistling. Yeah, we're all probably going Kohler with the golf yeah. Three general. points Whistling straight. This is t- actually pretty interesting to me what do we got the vibe pinehurst wins 10 points to two but for the golf kohler wins 10 points to three wow yeah so i think if you're going there for obviously you're going for a golf trip but if you're purely going for the golf and none of the amenities outside of it i think kohler might be the pick it sounds but like if it. you want to have a little bit more fun maybe off the course uh, have a little bit more vibe when you're staying there. I think Pinehurst might be the shot. Interesting. Okay. I guess what ultimately decides you guys just got to do both. You got to do both. I tell you what, though, guys. Like I said, you could see we told you it was gonna be a hot debate. There's a lot of good reason, and it's because we're debating two incredible spots. Incredible spots. Two spots we'd both we'd all hop on a plane and go back to in a moment, and I'm sure we will be back to. Which I, I have a makes I have a, me ask the question: Which two resorts do we need to go travel to to do this conversation again right let us know what, what should are we, we throw missing? into the mix stream song at uh, the pebble beach tour of those co- holes i don't know what yeah. should we do yeah hey we got a lot of good i have a cover. question here yeah. if tobacco road was included in pinehurst like if it was in the pinehurst resort or let's say like you're going on a pinehurst trip and tobacco road is 100 percent going to be included into that trip does that no, sway have, you even more or not You'd have not to add enough? in Sand Valley to the Kohler destination and make that part of it. Yeah, thing. but we haven't played that, though, so we can't right. really give like From a... From what I've heard and saw, it's probably very similar. I think for cloud. me, where I would lose more sleep, where, where it would be harder, would be if, if it was part of it and you put Tobacco Road head-to-head against uh, the Irish... Or even against Whistling Straits, hmm. it becomes a harder debate for me. Yeah, I, if, I, I put I put tobacco definitely over the Irish. As far as a better, do you, I'd rather play. I'd yeah. rather play Tobacco Road than the Irish. I don't know with Whistling Straits. I think I'd probably rather th- play Whistling Straits than Tobacco Road. But catch me on a on a weird day. I might go, I, I throw a tobacco at you. I don't know. I think personally, Tobacco Road beats every one of the Kohler courses. Yeah. So if you have. Like I think Tobacco Road is enough reason for us to fly down to North Carolina. It was such a day. So yeah. can I throw this at you as a one last point? Go ahead. We had two major experiences happen to us while we were on these courses. Which would you rather relive? The supermoon at Tobacco Road. That was, that was done. done. Or the bagpipes at the Irish. Yeah. Both unexpected. We didn't know neither. Any of them were happening. We rolled up to the 18th hole of both of these courses, and on one we got bagpipes in the distance, and the other we got a pink supermoon. There's nothing like that 18th hole of tobacco. I felt like I was in a movie. Honestly, that's what I was just going to say. I felt like we were the only three guys on earth 
Yes. When we were on 18 at Tobacco Road and that super moon was up there, like nothing yes. in on earth mattered more no. than us being there Incredible playing under that moon. I felt like I was in a movie. It was it was almost as though the surroundings around you were designed like a movie set. Yeah. The lighting, the sounds, the smell, the sights, everything. everything. I was like this is Cross. manufactured. This <laughs> yeah. is fake. We're in a fake right. alternate universe. We were very fortunate that that okay. the stars lined up. It. But Tobacco Road, it's it's solidly in there as one of the best courses we've ever played. So that's and why it's, it's only, really hard to pick between these two destinations. What was it, 25 minutes from? Yeah. from no, uh, it, was, it was definitely further. Yeah, no, it no, was yeah. definitely further. Longer, it was about an hour. It was about an hour. No, it, it, was no, a, it had it to have been about an hour. It was an hour to the airport from Pioneer. I, I think it, it might have been, been more. Or I think it felt like it. But I think, Burger, we but if I remember it. correctly, wasn't wasn't Tobacco Road about halfway between? Something like that. The so we, like we said it was an hour drive from the airport to Pinehurst. Yeah, I think it was halfway in between. Thirty minutes. You're Thirty right. minutes. 30 there minutes. you go. I just felt like it. You guys, you're drained. You're dragging by that. I was. It was because we played number two in the morning. I was. I, yeah. We were charging camera batteries on the. Frank drive. didn't even take his premieres off that day. No, I didn't. Slept with him on that night too. All right, guys, that's everything we have for you. Listen, weigh in in the conversation. It was a fun debate. We we've been dying we've had this on our, our our list of things to talk about on the podcast for a long time we've been dying to talk about it because obviously some strong opinions here weigh in on your own opinions in the comments and we'll see you again next week 